Welcome to That Sucks, everybody. Presented. Wait, was that was that really your? Yeah, that was me starting. <laughs> Welcome to That Sucks, presented by Handshake Media. Cool. Well, that was easy. That was easy. All right. Shall um, we start? Editor, can you please copy and paste that for all future episodes? <laughs> well, we've got a, sp- a very special guest here at this ungodly hour of seven fifty-four a.m. It's not that bad. It's actually regular. My voice feels a little croaky, but maybe that's because I have the sexy edition, <laughs> the, the Troy sexy Navaban sexy edition. For four hours. Yep. Exactly. Every edition. And we have a very special guest here. One of my... Can we say we're, we're childhood friends? Yeah. It's high school childhood. Yeah. I mean, we were like pre-teen. Yeah. Pre-teen friends. <laughs> Alex Nell. Yes. Hi, everyone. Welcome um, to the pod. So... So wait, you met in year eight or earlier than that? Yeah, you're right. That sounds about right. That, that math checks out. Mm. Um, and then we left high school and you entered the world of acting. I did. Yeah. And so you did music and so anything creative, it's like, hey, you. Yeah. So we're poor and uh, miserable, the both of us. I mean, speak for yourself. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so uh, yeah, tell us a little bit about yourself, what you're doing now and what you've been involved with and things like that. Well, since the early days of school, <laughs> I um, continued acting. My parents are very like supportive and, you know encouraging me to keep doing my passion. Um, so I went to NIDA, which is the drama school in Sydney. I got in and did three years there. And then since I've kind of just been working, um, which has been awesome. Some pretty good uh, roles recently. Like uh, Rattlesnake was last year, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I haven't seen it yet. Well, Jesus some Christ, childhood <laughs> friend. Good prep before the podcast. <laughs> no, I, I watched it, your entire back catalogue last night. Yes, thank you. So I did Rattlesnake, which is like this film we shot in New Mexico uh, in 2018 and it released last year on Netflix. Uh, I played like an Australian hiker. Um, yeah, I'm not going to spoil anything. So Damn. if you want to watch it, do it because you can watch it now on Netflix. Cool. Nice. A Netflix so, star in our midst. Yeah. The um so that kind of ties into today's topic. I guess given, you know, it, with acting, that industry there's inherently sort of celebrity built into it. Yeah. Um and today we're kind of discussing that broad topic, the mm-hmm. ups and downs and I guess I like you working in the industry and me well, Troy and I both being musicians, we kind of I'm see, very famous. He's yeah, very famous. Obviously. I get to see a lot of famous people and it's interesting. Yeah, but remember them that time that I like messaged you saying this amazing podcast if you're into true crime which i am yes. um case file true crime someone did like a q a with the host who's anonymous mm-hmm. no one knows who he is but he's australian and he plugged your band well we can probably really? we, we yeah, can probably just decline. find no out shit. like wait who, who the who the one letter the was decline. and it'll be that it guy. was the decline so oh, it was okay. like also this old school q a was like way back when but he was like listing off bands and i messaged dan out of the blue just been like dude that's a big deal. I felt so, like I was talking to a celebrity now. So I'm a celebrity? Well, you are a celebrity. Get out way. of here. <laughs> I didn't even know it. Damn it. Yeah. Well, I, I, He has like a million subscribers. So, you know, wow. who knows who's now listening to your stuff? Lots. Lots. Yeah. Before we kind of break down the topic of celebrity, should we roll through a celebrity encounter we've had or <clears> a story, you know, that we're, we've seen or something that mm. we find interesting, mm-hmm. pre- preferably in the negative space? Mm-hmm. Uh, would uh, being the guest, Alex? Would you like to start? You know what? No pressure. I no pressure. Would love for you guys to start. All right, Troy, you're up. Um, I'll tell tell kind of a funny one. It's not like a super negative one, but there was some if negative you're involved, things that it's negative. Yeah, there were some negative ones that uh, happened around it. Um, are you familiar with uh, David Crosby, Crosby, Stills and Nash? Yes. Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young. Just nod, just nod, yes. Oh, yeah, I was nodding already. Oh, very famous, like, band from the 60s, songwriters and stuff. So I think Neil Young was in the band until, like, maybe the 60s or 70s. Yes. But, yeah. Anyway, um, they did a gig here in Perth. 
several years ago. This is going to be more of a funny story, but yeah, I'll get to the bad parts afterwards. But um, they played like Kings Park. Mm -hmm. And at the time I was probably about 20 and I was doing the loading in and loading out the PAs and stagehand work. That's what I was doing at the time. And I was never very good at it. I'm a studio dude. That's where I excel. Yeah. Mm, And so it was long day. (laughs) Thank you. Long days, long nights, super tired. And um, I just was fussing around at this gig, trying to get the band on. Support bands was Daddy Cool, I think, was the support (laughs) band. And uh, he came on and went off. And I'm just like fussing around and like touching keyboards and stuff. And I'm just stressed. And I didn't handle the stress too well. So anyway, like finally everything's up and going and the support band's on. I'm like, all right, I've got like 10, 20 minutes just to relax and and calm down. I'm just like standing side of stage. And, um, you know, during the day, I'm like just trying to like do anything to, to break up the time a bit when you just have a little a few moments standing around. So I'm like, there's a catering table, just yeah. constantly going, just grabbing snacks. <laughs> they had these like little custard oh, tart yum. things and they had trays of them. And I'm not kidding. I had like 30 of them that oh, day because every time I, I could go walk down and steal stuff, I was like, you know, so I was like full of sugar. Yeah. And they had big bowls of minties as well. <laughs> so I'm just like stuffing my pockets of minties and minties. So the support band's on, I'm standing there and I'm just like kind of watching the band. I'm like, oh, tired and stressed out. And this old guy walks up to me and I turn. I'm like, hey, man. He said, yeah, hey. He said, do you want a minty? Oh, my God. He said, no, it's okay. Thank you so much. And uh, I was like, okay. And he stands there and he leaves. And then like 30 minutes later, that was David Crosby. <laughs> very, very famous singer-songwriter, David Crosby. He walks on stage and uh, the headlining act. And there he is. I'm like, oh, I offered that guy a minty. He's a big deal. That's cool. And so, uh, yeah, that was my, that's my David Crosby story. But in my stress of fucking around, um, I'm pretty sure I caused uh, Graham Nash to have a meltdown on stage. What? <laughs> because <laughs> I said I'm like plugging cables in and, and it was keyboards, like, you know, keyboards that you play. And I remember that it was right where I had to plug all these cables in and I was kind of like constantly walking past it and accidentally mashing the keys. Oh, Accidentally. And um, so they bring the keyboard out for this song. And he starts playing it and it's the wrong sound. Oh my God. And he's like, do, 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 trying to press the buttons. Play, play, play. Uh, it's not the right sound. And so he goes, <laughs> throws his hands up in the air. And then the tech just runs over like, oh, oh, and frantically. And he told me during the day, he's like, yeah, I spent all night programming this keyboard oh, for this gig. I'm like, Troy. Yeah. And I, I really cooked that one. But they didn't find out that was me. But, Until yeah. now. But did it you, was like... Did you go big... up and like offer him a minty after? And <laughs> yeah. be like, when life... It's moments like these, you need minties. <laughs> no, I should have uh, tried to smooth it all over. But yeah, that was that was really fun. So yeah, I was really stressed out and I fucked a gig and embarrassed a big celebrity. Did you get um, fired? No, but I... Uh, I'd never really did that many more of those. But now he's right. resigned to being a uh, podcast host. So podcast you be the host. Judge of I do that. Simpsons covers with Dan Cribb, and then that's my life. Amazing. So. Would you like to go next? Sure. Well, yeah. While you're talking, I was kind of thinking. I was like, "Oh, celebrity stories." Um, I don't think I really have one. Actually, I, I do, which I'll come to in a second. But um, <laughs> I have a friend, right? And they are like really awesome, really fun, and they kind of have a celebrity story that I'm going to tell. Um, I'll allow it. Yes, thank you. But it was my birthday a few years ago, and which happens every year, but it was my birthday a few Does years it? ago. Yes. Um, and Lucky. I was just having like a few drinks up a Pika, and then I invited one of my friends who's like a musician, and he's like in a pretty high up band. To me, he's just like a regular dude that I go running with. Hmm. Um, Musicians don't run, but continue. But anyway, we were trying to get fit. It was like New Year, New Us. And um, another one of my friends came, and he was like, holy shit, that's so-and-so. I'm not going to name names. Redacted. Yeah, redacted, redacted. Um, 
And he was just like trying to be super lovely and like talking to my friend being like, so you do this music. I've been a fan of yours since I was like a kid, like, you know, trying to talk to him. And like my friend was just like such a dick. He was just like, I don't know, like trying to be like a really introverted artist. Like I don't want to talk <laughs> about music. I'm here just to like chill. And I was just like sitting there like, man, just like be... Be normal. Be this, like, celeb person. Like, I don't know. So maybe it was, like, more me just, like, being anxious because I felt bad for my friend that's just, like, trying to be super lovely and almost, like, having his dreams shattered. And then, like, my other friend's just, like, I'm just, like, trying to, like, have a drink and, like, chill. That's not how he speaks, but, like, if he was to be a character. That's in my head. I've got that. I know that exact person that you're talking about. Well, I don't know who you're talking about, but I've met that sort of... The facade. Yeah. It's really frustrating. It's so frustrating. But I'm also like, at what point, you guys would know, like you might have some fans where you have to be like, oh, I remember, well, you know, I remember when I would go to gigs as like a teen or even like now, if I'm like working with someone that I really admire, it's like you want them to be nice because, but then again, I don't know. We're all people. Well, you don't have to be best friends with someone, but you can still just be normal. Yeah. You know, you don't have to put it on. Um, well, I guess we'll get more into that as we go along, but yeah, like I know exact, I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of on the other side of that story for my <laughs> my example in that um, my old band, the same one that got the name drop on the podcast you refer- referred to. We don't mention the name. We don't. It's a bad time in my life. Oh, really? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> so we played Soundwave uh, and Green Day were the headliners, and for the longest time, I was obsessed with Green Day. Growing I remember. Up and I don't know. <laughs> Okay. Um, <laughs> um, and so we played uh, Soundwave and we knew the guy who was doing all the, um, the the writers and stuff. So we had unlimited drinks. So come 10, 11 p.m. by the, you know, the end of the day, um, I was pretty happy. And I watched Green Day play and Trey called the drummer. The whole night he was throwing his drumsticks behind his head. Um, and I was side a stage. So I, I went behind the stage and just picked up three of them. And I was like, yeah, cool. And then um, later that night, I was just wandering around the deserted kind of backstage area. Didn't know what I was doing or where I was going. And I see Trey Cool up on the hill. And I was like, oh, my God. He's like near this van. I was like, Shh. And I look around. I'm not kidding you. I look down and I see a permanent marker on the floor. Like, no <laughs> joke. And I was like, oh. So, like, I ran up to it there. And I was like, I think he was talking to, it must have been some security guard. Like, and he was half in a van. And I was like, hey, man. Uh, like big fan, um, uh, and I was like, "Would you mind please uh, signing these drumsticks?" And he looked at them and he was like, "They already come signed because they're like his <laughs> signature <laughs> thing." And he, he signed them all, and I was I would have been a mess at this point. Um, and he signed them all, and I was like, "Thanks, man." And then I was like, "Do you know where Billy Joe and Mike Dern are?" <laughs> oh my god! And, he, and this big security guard. Uh, looking guy just turns to me and goes, you need to leave now. <laughs> and I just kind of skipped off. Just did like, I was pretty happy. So yeah, I'm kind of on the other side of that story where I was the, uh, as I think musicians will call those type of fans, punishes. Punishes. Yeah. It's interesting though, because you can't really judge someone off one interaction. Like, you know, so playing with touring bands all the time, you'll often see musicians who appear to be 
you know, assholes. Yeah. And then the next time they come to town, they're the nicest guys ever. So it's it's but so like, it's hard also to, our job, isn't it? Like to to just be friendly and I uh, yeah, like well, like nice and personable. Is that what you mean? Yeah, like part of on, the package. Be on brand. He, yeah, is it? I don't. I don't know. Like I think that comes down to do celebrities owe the general public something? Interesting. That's you know what I mean. Let's like, mull on that. Yeah, let's just uh, go. Well, oh, I wish we had ad breaks. That'd be convenient. Or like right one now. of those like sounds. It's like doom, 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 doom. I like, want that Law and Order theme on a button. That's that's what I'm gonna have to get. It's actually happening. um like used to be my message tone. Oh really? Someone would message me and be like doom, doom. Theme <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> break. Um, but do we do they owe us anything? Yeah. Like, no, I don't think so. Well, okay. Look, you describe to me what you think by owing us something. As in. Uh, you know, a lot of people would see, let's say, I don't know, Brad Pitt. I don't know why I went to him uh, and just go. That's the first person I thought of too. Same. Really? Yeah, you see, Same. you see Brad Pitt just eating like a sandwich. Do you need to go up and say to him, hey, Brad Pitt, what's up? Well, it's can more like people, uh, or, you know, yeah, can I, can, I have a, can I have an autograph? And if the person says no, you know, no, for whatever reason, that fan or autograph chaser will be offended. Like, you know, he didn't owe you that in the first yeah. place. Well, and same with a photo. It's a thing of, yeah. I'd, totally. I'd, yeah, which See, is really interesting. Me, I find autographs and photos so fucking dumb in the first place. Like, I never go up and ask for that stuff because I don't care. What am I going to do with a signed piece of paper? Um, put it on your wall. Yeah. I, don't need a, I don't need that. Like, I've got him on my wall and I've got Transformers and shit. That's, that's more exciting than, like, Brad Pitt or Susan Sarandon signed a basketball well, for me. That's not the general public's... Yeah, yeah I, guess I was I just, just like, I want that on my t-shirt but right what now. Is it, like, what is it about that that matters? Like, That's the thing that I'm always like, I don't know why something being signed is so valuable. I think, to be honest, it's kind of like a very diluted version of fame by association. Like, yeah. uh, I've been close to this person. Okay. Um, and I kind of get that in a couple of times I've toured with like, quote unquote, bigger artists in their bands, perhaps um, this guy called David Lieberhart from um, this show called Tim and Eric. And yeah. he has like a decent fan base and I played in his band and there was this feeling of like, when I'm touring with him, people were like, Oh, who's this guy? And wanting to like, mm. you know what I mean? Mm. And it was only because I was close to him and sort of knew him yeah. that people cared about that. So it's, I think it's this thing of people want the photo, not for their own sake, but so they can put it on Instagram. Yeah. So or it's just like, like a memory, this. you know, like I remember when we were kids going to gigs and bands, like I was obsessed with the Veronica's. I was obsessed. I went to like every right. single one of their gigs. <laughs> I remember that. I like, Oh my God, I was obsessed. And you know, it's so funny because I found like old posters from like when I was cleaning up my parents' house being like, oh my God, I got this signed and that's amazing. I have like drumsticks, all these things, you know, that are amazing. But at the same time, I'm like, oh yeah, I've had that for so long. Yeah. But I guess, as you say, it's kind of just like fame by association. Like I know this person or I've had this thing. I met this person. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But whether or not they owe us anything, like I think potentially what I'm looking at is like, you know what your job is that you are like there to either entertain or do art or something like that. And it comes down to like a personal thing. If you are in a film and playing like a really horrible person, like you don't want people to think, oh, I as actor am, and person am now a horrible person, whatever, whatever, whatever. But Well, that was like um, Jack Gleason from Game of Thrones. He played Joffrey. There oh, was yeah. people who would like abuse him because of how well he did that. Um, and didn't he get run out of the industry or something like that? He never wanted to act again. What? Uh, no, I think he, he no, he went to uh, university to get a degree because he's just a really switched on guy. Oh, okay. 
But that's and especially in acting and music as well. You can't when you get to a certain level, you can't separate the celebrity like yes. the, that fandom from the craft. And I, I guess think. that's like you know that's the predicament of so many celebrities or whatever, where they're like, I just want to go to the shops and not be recognized. Yeah, that's well, that's, that's how I feel. When you decided <laughs> that you wanted to be an actor, yeah. Um, was that that was a high school? Like you were kind of like young and you were like, so, that's what I want? Yeah, like the ongoing story that I remember of like the early days was I used to be pretty lonely as a child, mm-hmm. like growing up in South Africa and like me and my grandma would watch Bold and the Beautiful and then every day when my parents and family would get home, I'd reenact the episodes and be like, oh, Ridge, and I'd be five. And they were like, okay, this kid needs to do drama. But my parents were both like in community theatery charity things so they were like yeah she can do it my mom's like a big artist now she paints and you know they're just always like just do what you want yeah so it's great but in, and you wanted to do it for the the craft of acting yeah right? like i just that was more the interest yeah not like, the I mean, like celebrity thing i mean i think when you're a kid it's easy to have both of them synonymous. Like you're like, mm, you're like oh. ro- romanticize the And that thing. is what equals success. Like if I am walking down the shops and I'm on all these TV series, I am going to be successful, mm. right? But now I think like as an adult, after going to drama school and like actually just like working at it, it's like, A, I can't really imagine myself doing too much else other than like film and TV, whether it's like in front of the camera or behind. But at the same time, it's like they are separate things because I can easily like post something on Instagram that goes viral and there's like my 15 minutes of fame. Mm. But that's not what I want. Like I clearly want like a longevity of a career. Yeah. You know, but obviously you want some sort of like acclaim and accreditation for what you do. Yes. Like you want these projects to be good and you want them to have weight and you want to be paid for your work. Yeah, yeah. You know. That's interesting that a gauge of success is fandom yeah so you know you could be amazing at what you do but if you're not popular then you're not successful what? so you like you've mastered the craft like say you could be the world's best actor or the world's best musician and if you don't have fans or popularity you're not considered to be good at what you do almost mm. which is really weird and very sad well like our industry is so funny because like obviously people are investing money into your projects we're talking about producers executive producers or just like investors Mm. they want to know who they're casting in a part so like so often i'll go to auditions or something like that and it will just the part will go to someone who has like either a hundred thousand instagram followers and they might not be you know super trained or something like that or it will go to someone who's already got like x amount of profiles because that person has an inbuilt fan base mm. whether it's like instagram or whatever they can just post hey i'm in this movie come check it out and that they know that that's like mm. bombs on seats mm-hmm. um but that's just kind of like the economy right now actually that's very interesting because the nature of celebrities changed mm. over the years and so I guess in saying that, say if you're getting roles because of your popularity, then maybe you do owe something to the fans uh, because that's the reason you're getting roles over other people is this fandom. So without that... I mean, we still... I mean, it depends. Like, I'm still auditioning for for roles and stuff like that, so I know I'm getting it based on my interpretation of said character. Mm. But I guess if I just got offered something, I'd always be questioning, well, what am I owing this production or something like that? Like, am I getting cast because I've got something like fans or something, you know? Sure. Therefore, I need to uphold that and go sign autographs at the supermarket. (laughs) 
Speaking of, I guess, celebrities uh, who in recent... So this is a good example. So um, Remy Malek in recent years, he's become quite popular and because of that, he's getting more and more roles, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and there's this... I'll show you this funny video. Uh, have you have you guys seen the video where a fan asked for a, like a, a message to one of their friends? No. You watch this. I'll, I'll play this. I love it. Can you say hi to my friends? Can no, but can take a picture. Oh, sorry. Is that all right? Yep. Thank you. Well, that's a... <laughs> oh my god! That what is that? What does this? What does the tweet say? This is, uh, this is so the tweet says this is probably the most embarrassing thing to ever happen to me. <laughs> that was like <laughs> that's so cringy. Oh, oh. <laughs> and, the, but, and he comes off as being an asshole in that yeah. situation. But he just didn't know it was not... on video. You know, just. But also, like, yeah, I guess I don't really want to say happy birthday to your friend. That's too much, though. That like a, a personalized message, you're taking the piss. Like a photo, snap, bang, done. Yeah, it's and it, it's um, also like to do, but you don't know who that person is. Like you know how on um, Flavor Flav got stung because he was on that uh, website Cameo, and oh, somebody yeah. <laughs> ordered a shout out for George uh, Pell, and he was like, "Hey, George oh, Pell." God. Yeah, like you know what I mean. Like so, I in that sense, True. like you don't go hey you know you're awesome person because you don't know who that person is or what they believe in or what they're doing or but then have you guys seen um tom hanks trending online like for being like the nicest guy ever and yeah. will like take selfies or just like go up to people and be like hey you guys seen a celebrity around here and they're like everyone's like oh my god yeah yeah, yeah. so maybe it's just like and depend the, on you as a person the like other side of that is i think bill murray's kind of like pushing that a little too far now because you know the little bill murray stories because he hung of, out with me <laughs> No, because he hung out oh with you. Oh, my God, I love it. <laughs> oh, that's right. You got a Bill yeah. Murray story. Sorry. But, like, you know, there's all the stories about Bill Murray showing up at a frat party and, like, pouring drinks for people. And um, oh. what did he do? Like, like walks up to someone at a restaurant, takes a bite of their food and says, and no, no one's no ever one gonna, will, yeah. <gasps> yeah, no one will ever believe you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean... I mean, it's really funny. Lol, but I guess. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, but honestly, I think that's just who he is and it happens to be his level of fame. People blow it up. But then also, like, don't eat my food, man. That's, yeah. I said, so you're taking the piss. Just, like, relax. Oh, just... are we just so entitled? Because here I am just being like, I will only want that if I want you. <laughs> like, celebrities, if I want you to say happy birthday to my friend, you oh, will yes, do okay. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you say, like, you want to eat my sandwich and I don't like you, I'll be like, fuck off. Yeah, I get you. There's some celebrities that compromise pretty well. Um, I know... Paul McCartney was on a podcast and he, he talked about like being on the bus with and some guy on the bus was like, hey, Beatles, was like yelling at him and he's just like, <laughs> come sit down and he had like a good chat with him and he says he, he doesn't like to do the autograph and photo thing but he will, like he, he wants to talk with people, yeah. enjoys talking with people sort of thing. Mm. Um, Brian Cranston from Breaking Bad and all that, he said that like people will often interrupt him while he's having dinner with his family mm. but he says like we'll be done here in like half an hour and then i'll come and meet you for a drink at the bar or something so you know that's sort of yeah that'd be pretty rough yeah I guess. but that's also great because like with both of those people like having a conversation with someone is great people are interesting even people that are like i don't know working at mcdonald's or something everyone's got a story and at least if you are the celebrity you get something out of that exchange in a conversation yeah it's just time consuming, but that's like, I appreciate that. I think that that's the right approach to have as long as you have infinite time to go and like meet people. Totally. But yeah, just like a photo or a, an autograph is a bit kind of, yeah, I, I don't know. Well, I for guess, me anyway, it's, I just don't. We've, we've sort of been talking about like the fan perspective a lot mm. or what they are. I guess it's sort of interesting to explore um, how celebrities get affected by 
mm. fandom and being a celebrity. Because mm. um, you don't really hear too much about that. It's always like, oh, you know, Remy Malik, you idiot. You're a fool for not doing that shout out. Look at you. Well, um, I mean, you've seen so many like ex- um, examples of celebrities that just can't handle the paparazzi or, you know, fans just chase him all the time. Like you look at Britney Spears 07, like all of these times where celebrities have done something to rebel almost. Yeah, because mm. uh, I work for Supernova as well and we hosted Tyler Posey uh, from Teen Wolf mm-hmm. and that, that had like a huge sort of younger audience, younger fandom uh, a few years ago. And he's, he's, he's spoken publicly and he did it Supernova about like incredible anxiety he developed mm. from being famous. Mm. Like he'd be, and at one story he described was driving on the freeway and a car like tailgating him and like <laughs> swerving through traffic to get behind him and next to him. Oh my God. And he, um, he like exited off the freeway and like pulled over and the car pulled over next to him and it was just a group of fans. And he was like, are you kidding me? Like that was so dangerous. What the hell are you doing? Wow. Um, and then he yells at them and then takes Your a selfie. shit, you yelled at me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tyler Posey erupts at fans. Yeah. Um, and that was really interesting seeing because I, I spent some time with him and he's just like a normal dude and to have him be like scared of large groups of people is really weird when it's a celebrity is essentially a byproduct of the craft he's yeah, totally. sort of doing. I feel like the royal family at the moment, the fact that you got yeah. two of them like, peace. <laughs> like, you see it. Yeah. I, I didn't read that statement, the last one he put out, but it's like, yeah getting harassed by the media for like years like see ya <laughs> yeah that's just like yeah they take the piss paparazzi i guess i can't really speak for them uh you know you can't I don't, I don't you're really not have... part of the royal family no <laughs> yeah i don't know i just i'm also talking about like celebrities i guess all of our examples are about like being fans or just like seeing fans be shut down but i don't really know too many like in-house stories of celebs that are why they, they do pro- what they do they've got like their own whatsapp thread where That's it's like true. every celebrity, Brad Pitt and John Travolta are just. Um, There's another podcast happening where people are talking about like, why do fans think that they can? Yeah, it's celeb Twitter. You don't know. <laughs> yeah. WhatsApp. Mean yeah. tweets. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I mentioned before, I guess, how celebrities changed, and you sort of mentioned that castings changed as well. What I find really interesting now is, um, we were speaking about this before we hit record. I think was true true crime. Mm-hmm. Um, has created like a new breed of celebrity. So all the, you know, criminals on these shows are now famous. Mm. And you have people who are like glorifying these murderers and, Mm. you know, terrible people who are now, uh, you know, you could consider them celebrities because of their fame, Mm. which seems pretty wild. And you kind of compare that to, I guess, what like influences and... So I guess the concept of celebrities just become a real shit show. Yeah, maybe it's just like more accessible, I guess. You know, you look at... Ted Bundy or something like that and you can see from documentaries or even like the series that they put out that had Zac Efron on it lol but um (laughs) where they were saying that people were obsessed with him back in the day they would print his photo and be like who's this guy or go into the trial who's this guy it's not new I think it's just more in our faces like we're more able to access music before it'd be like I'd have to go to Sanity and see you working and buy a CD and that was my access. Now I was just like right on my phone. I've got Spotify or whatever. You've got Dan Crib on Facebook probably. He's right there. Yeah, exactly. It's but true. you know, I think we can just access things a lot more. Hence why probably things blow up a lot quicker and people mm. feel more entitled because there's always there's always they get what they want when they want it. And it's like a one separation. At one step of separation where I can see a celebrity or a musician or whatever I like, um, 
on Facebook and I'm following their story with their family and I'm like, oh my God, how's your kids? And they'll be like, how the fuck do you know that? <laughs> I was going to say, like, the, you mentioned influencers before. I mean, like in terms of celebrity yeah. and, and YouTube as well and just pumping out people that only want the fame and and only thrive and exist to uh, and put content out just so people will admire them. Mm. That's a pretty kind of fleeting sort of... Yeah. that That's the uh, other end of the whole celebrity is a byproduct of your craft mm. that's your craft is a byproduct of being a celebrity right yeah. yeah which is kind of weird yeah i've got this theory which i i don't think i've got time to explain it right now but it's um go yeah on. it's very go much on. just go on go on um okay seven words or less i'll try and make it as quick as possible um getting into the creative arts i i literally pulled this off something else but i've adapted it but there's like three Plagiarism, reasons that's good it's three reasons why you can get into it because you want to do the craft, because mm-hmm. you want to be famous, mm-hmm. or because you want money. So you can have one of those things. Like, for example, if you want to be, you mentioned before, the greatest uh, guitar player, the greatest actor. You can do that, but it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be famous or mean you're going to be rich. Mm-hmm. You can do it in your bedroom and you can have that thing. You can be incredibly rich, maybe just by other means, by having uh, certain family connections mm-hmm. or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. Um, you can be famous by putting... A YouTube video on, but putting a video a YouTube video together doesn't necessarily mean you're going to make a lot of money. Doesn't mm. mean it's necessarily going to be you know, yeah, totally. good at what you do. So it's like to make one of those things happen is kind of possible. To make two of them is like where you really start to get I don't know like satisfaction. I think. Yeah. Um, I said a lot of that with uh, musicians, like people that they just they want to make pop music just so that they can make pop music, and therefore there's no craft in it because they're just yeah. trying to make something that's going to make like make them famous and they probably they end up losing a lot of money for that as well Mm. so yeah it's just it's a thing that i it's a concept i think of a lot of the time when it when i'm meeting new clients to work with because like what are you trying to get out of this exchange do Mm. you just want to make good art or do you want to make a lot of money or do you want to be rich oh sorry i'll be famous so all three please all three that's the that's the the uh, ideal for everybody but it's really fucking hard you know getting two of those things is kind of not as impossible you know i'll take one I mean, yeah, that's on really quick. That's kind of how I judge projects now. Like whenever I'm taking um, a project, it's like it kind of has to tick at least two out of three things. Um, Really quick, it's like one, it has to be like the crew or cast are amazing that I'm working with. Two, the idea has to be great. Or three, money. And if it ticks two out of those three boxes, it's like, yeah, this is a prime project. Yep. Like if the idea and the money's good, but the crew and cast aren't great, it's like that's still good. If the money and the idea are good, but the crew aren't great, or the cast and the idea are great, but the money isn't, that's whatever. But if it's just like one of those, often I feel exhausted yep. or... Mm. I'm just like, this isn't worth it. So I think well, the now... the money has to really be there for it. Yeah, but then sometimes I'm like, God, that's my face that I'm putting out yeah. there or my whatever. Because like, unfortunately, like as actors, our face and our body and our voice is our brand, yeah. you know? Um, so yeah, we've got to be really careful mm, by yeah. things that we put out. Damn. Well, that ding was... Uh, the time. The Handshake Media uh, personnel letting us know that we've reached our time limit. Uh, yeah, well, thanks, uh, guys, for having me on. <laughs> is, there, is there anything? Sorry, that was my email. Uh, is there anything you'd sort of want to plug or talk about before we? Well, I'm heading to the states on Monday. Ooh, nice. Yeah, for um, just a few auditions and things, nice. and some skiing, which would be great. Nothing I really want to plug. You know, just check out Rattlesnake. 
uh, check I'll out. watch it tonight. You know what? Uh, I yes. would love it if you do. And then um, let me night. know what you think. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, no, I am excited for this year. I think 2020 is going to be real good or uh-huh. it's going to suck. And we'll get yeah, well, it's probably one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, we will have you back on in uh, 12 months when you're a big celebrity. And, and then can... I'll tell you about my experiences and like I'm super jaded. And yeah, just, yeah. like I'm just like an artist. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that voice. You've got the voice down the like. Thanks. Yeah. You, you know. know Hit me up. I can't. Sorry, I can't be in your podcast. I'm actually, yeah. Yeah, just follow me on Instagram, Alexandre underscore XX. There you go. <laughs> follow me on LinkedIn and don't worry about Troy. You say that all the time. Mm, it doesn't do work. You, yeah, I was going to say. No one uses LinkedIn, do they? Apparently I don't know, not. but I keep getting like invites for it. So maybe our, maybe your audience should tell us if we should get on yeah. LinkedIn. Uh, tell me on LinkedIn if you want to hear more about LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> Troy Navabon on Instagram and Twitter. I'm Dan Cribb and this has been That Sucks. Presented by Handshake Media. Let me just say, check out uh, Halsey joined the green room with Neil Griffiths. That's a big get. Well, we, ha- like we had a, a better get. Alex Nell. Thanks, if we get guys. Halsey, can we rearrange the letters of your name to make a, a stage name? Um, yeah, my high school name was... Nah, just kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.